Everyone else is fucking NFT. Bro, that's what I'm saying. Me too. Like, I'm, I'm NFT. Well, that's where everybody is. That's where everybody is, man. Like, What's funny is, like, I feel that way, but I'm wondering, I was always wondering if it was because, like, I have now curated my follower list. No. But you go back, I go look on, like, my, you know, on, like, my chamber account. It's just, like, I got a ton of crypto people. But it's just, like, the same people just fucking complaining about the market. Right. You know what I mean? And then I just keep adding more NFT people. It's just, like, oh, they're the ones having fun and talking. I'm, like, well, let's have fun. I'm, like, I don't want to be depressed. <laughs> I do have a little pep in my step. I've been, uh, I set myself a uh, to-do list with, uh, you know, different times I got to get shit done by. And uh, I was in the middle of cleaning my basement and vacuuming and really getting a good lather going. And uh, 12, my 1230 alarm went off and I'm like, oh shit, I got to stop sweating now before I put my microphone on. <laughs> uh, so I've, uh, I've cooled down a little bit, had a little sip of water and... Uh, <laughs> Remember Fatty McGee from the old Adam Sandler uh, record? <laughs> uh, that's what it sounds like when I uh, when I do any sort of uh, physical activity. So yeah, we've we've got a fantastic show coming up. We're going to touch on some crypto news. We're going to talk about the market as always. But first, we have some housekeeping things that we need to take, we need to go through uh, from the last couple weeks here. Everyone's dying to know how your quilting goes. Everyone. <laughs> and not just because, like, oh, what'd you eat? How was your fireworks? It's because it's Kelsey. So, so <laughs> poor Canada Day was uh, was great. Um, it was the first party we've had, uh, you know, since since last summer. Basically, we haven't really done anything. It was a banger. We we got about uh, two grand worth of fireworks. Ah, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. We. And when I say two grand worth of fireworks, I mean two grand at cost. Uh, we get them. We go to. Uh, Wholesale, yeah, yeah, yeah. We go to uh, there was there's a reserve, like a First Nations reserve, uh, close to where my mom lives, and uh, my brother-in-law go over there. I, he's he's the he's the expert. Uh, I'm just his uh, his lieutenant. But uh, we, you know, we we all kind of pitch in uh, a bunch of money, and I get there, and there's just you know crates upon crates upon crates of of fireworks, and you know we're we're lighting off a bunch at a time. It probably takes about 45 minutes. And I mean, we're it. And 
bro it could it could go on for an hour and a half like it's 45 minutes of fast fireworks like multiple big cakes going off at the same time uh yeah it's it's for real um so like even this year was a little little bit long like we, we try to we try to keep it about half an hour um but uh we, we went a little crazy my my brother-in-law was away uh for a few months <laughs> uh, yeah. he was he, yeah yeah like on a vacation that was you know, you know a vacation we'll put it up we'll leave it at vacation um so i hadn't seen possibly possibly uh so i hadn't seen him for about nine months and uh he's really like my closest family member and he's just my sister's fiance uh, so him and i are very very tight it was great to see him at, this is this is the good twin sister yeah so uh, i was asking him about kevin i'm like because he he had uh, he had been out for a couple of weeks prior to me seeing him uh and i said you know what's what's your read on on kevin and he's like oh, he's, he seems all right uh because we all agree that like you know my sister is kind of the the, the issue of the whole thing so if, if he's if he's reasonable then you know we're gonna like him more um yeah he was a quiet dude uh, nice enough. He he had a couple. He brought a couple of his kids. One was like uh, fifteen, like a fifteen-year-old uh, boy, and I want to say like a maybe a ten-year-old girl, and they were fine. Like the the girl was really really nice to my my kids. Um, you know, we went to the beach, and you know, it was it was good. So you know what, I like them overall. No real no real negativity towards uh, Kevin. He was he he acted appropriately, and uh, you know it was it was it was good overall. Um, but it was, yeah, no, no, not too much drama. My sister basically ignored me the whole time. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it was fun. I got, uh, I got drunk and, and, you know, pretended I was tweeting about her. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. I'm like, oh, let me just pull up Twitter. Uh, I got a live tweet. What's happening right now. But, uh, one of the funniest things actually, um, my sister is not known to be like the sharpest tool in the shed. Um, so we make fun of her a lot. Like we tease her about things. And uh, I met uh, one of my brother-in-law's best friends who we got along famously. Um, and we were talking about, I don't know if you're familiar with like what's happening in Canada, but they're uncovering a bunch of these residential schools in Canada. And essentially what residential schools were, were the government and Catholic uh, church funded schools uh, that would take like First Nations people out of their communities and kind of like, you know, whitewash them essentially. And, you know, through the last, through the last, yeah, no, it's, it's pretty sad stuff. So over the last few weeks, they've been, you know, finding more and more uh, residential schools with like, like, uh, like mass graves in them. Uh, so it's been a pretty dark part of, uh, so there was a real, real backlash on Canada Day and like maybe, you know, not celebrating it in the same way, or at least, you know, that sort of thing. So we were kind of talking about the residential school stuff happening. And my sister's like, oh, I went to like, I went to a residential school and everybody just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah, we went to a residential school. And I look at my brother-in-law and I'm like, I'm pretty sure she thinks that, she, that a residential school is a school that's close to her residence. <laughs> so we ragged on her. So she, we ragged on her about residential schools for... Uh, oh, a good, uh, you know, third of the day. Um, but like, just like, oh my goodness. Uh, so little things like that are, are what bugged me about my, my one sister. 
But uh, it was a great time. Smoked cigarettes. They were delicious. Uh, had had some drinks. Had some. Uh, I'm not a big drinker, but you, do you guys have those twisted teas down your way, bro? Bro, oh, what a what a delight! What a delight! Oh, right. Boy, yeah, I, it was. Those are great. So I had a couple of those. Uh, I, I like I like alcoholic drinks that don't taste like alcohol. So any of the um, I like the tonic ones that have like the flavored tonic vodka. Those are quite good. So just crushing cigarettes and ripping back girly drinks, and I had, a, I had myself a good time. Yeah. How was your How was your party? Like oh oh, and also uh, telling. You know, I had a lot of family members asking me, you know, what I was doing with my life. Obviously, I'm unemployed, uh, but I'm. That's true. I'm not I'm not a corporate drone. That's that's a good point. So uh, they were wondering how I was. Yeah, they were wondering how I was funding all of my, you know, uh, all of my ventures and 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 uh, and whatnot through the weekend, uh, because I came bearing gifts, and they're like, "Well, what do you like? How are you bringing gifts? And you know, shouldn't you be watching your purse strings?" And uh, I explained to them, you know, Am Amber, my wife, uh, started talking about, uh, you know, horse racing and. Uh, Filipino sweatshops and <laughs> I had to explain I had to explain to them kind of some of the uh, some of the NFT things that we're into and uh, th none of them understood any of what I was saying except for the horse racing like the horse racing like the Zed Run stuff I think some folks understood like they understood like the gaming aspect of it how you could buy you own them and then you race them and breed them like that was kind of clicking with a couple of them but for the most part, I mean, nobody, nobody got it. Like they didn't understand the magnitude of the money. Like, how is it worth? You know. Right. Yeah, that's what it is, right? Right. Right. Like I was showing them volumes on certain NFTs and they're like, what? Like what? Like, you know, like one, one crypto punk was worth, you know, sold for like $7 million. And they're like, but it's a picture and not even a good picture. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, so it's just like, well, you know, it's, it's worth what anybody thinks it's worth. Um, you know, just like crypto, right? It's kind of like, it's, it's kind of in the same vein as explain crypto. Like, oh, what makes Bitcoin worth something? Well, it's the fact that other people think it's worth something that is a big part of it. And obviously there's the security aspect and the decentralization of it and all that fun stuff. But at the end of the day, a bunch of people think it's worth something and think it's a smart way to um, exchange funds. And that's what gives it most of its value. Yeah. Oh, no, it was it was like 95 percent of the people. 
no, no, no. Yeah, no, these, these people aren't... Uh, these people didn't understand vaccines uh, for the most part. Uh, <laughs> from the conversations I was overhearing, uh, a lot of these people, did, you know, did, did, don't know what doctors are apparently. Um, so I wasn't, I wasn't shocked uh, that they didn't understand what Bitcoin and or NFTs were. How was the food? That's what I want to know. Every, the food at mines are always shit. I'm like, and I always think about, yeah, I know, I know what happens at the bunch you get together. Yeah. Hey Ma, where's the mozzarella? <laughs> Oh, I could. I love it. Love to hear it. Right. Good for her. Wow. Just keeps it in a jar beside her bed. That's it, man. That's fine. I actually got rid of mine. Um, I was tired of it. Yeah, all, all just like a turtle shell down there. Uh, no, I got rid of my grill. <laughs> I feel anything I make on the grill, I can make better on the stovetop or in the oven. Um, like burgers, I can make better burgers on a on my flat on my uh, cast iron grills. Uh, steak, same thing. Uh, I mean, there's chicken. I can make better uh, in you know by grilling them on the on the stovetop, finish them off in the oven. I mean, yeah, it's just I don't know. This and you don't have to go outside. It's all going outside, coming back inside. I don't know. It's it was getting on my nerves, and I didn't feel like grilling all the time. And uh... yeah. Yeah, I mean the market is the market. I mean, uh, we were people were complaining yesterday, and then we had a little bit of a rebound today. I think we got a low of about thirty-two uh, yesterday on Bitcoin. It popped up. Now we're at about thirty-three and a half, but that seems to be where we're fluctuating. I mean, n nothing lower than twenty-nine. You know, nothing really lower than twenty-nine in the last little bit. Um, I, I don't know. It seems like just chop. People were <laughs> on Twitter. People were calling for 12k yesterday. I feel. Um, I'm not sure if that's. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, I heard five. I saw five hundred dollar Ethereum. I just. It could go there. I mean, I guess. Right, I'm not that I'm not that worried about it. And honestly, like after seeing, I think the big thing for me now, the big difference, you know, this time around is after seeing the market do its thing in like 2017 and 2018, you know, and and go through all the ups and downs we went through in 2019 and 2020, to see it come back and make new all-time highs, like to go through a full cycle 
it gives you way more confidence. So like, yeah, whatever. It's like, I hear a lot of, and actually I'm sure, I'm sure you probably heard it over the weekend as well was like, Oh, I heard Bitcoin tanked. I'm like, I guess, but <laughs> like, I mean, did it tank? Like, did it go from 10 K to 65 K and then tank down to 33 K? Sure. But it's still 33 K versus 10 K last time I was here. You know what I mean? Like a year ago, it's still three and a half times more. Um, so sure. It tanked. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not that worried about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not like let it do. You know, if it goes to 12k, great. I'll I have I have some. All right. Like I. No, but I think 12k is just 3k. Who say who saved us last time? We'll get we'll get the hero we deserve at the time. Uh, uh, so I don't know. I have some, I have some of my portfolio is in like USDC. Um, and you know, it's, it's maybe a third of it. Uh, so, you know, if, if the time comes, it's, it's there to be bought up. Um, and if it doesn't come, then we'll, we'll follow the trend when, when it's going up. You know what I mean? So I think it's good to have some, some, some gunpowder. What do we call it? Cannon powder, cannon powder whatever we're calling it, get some stuff to, that you can buy the dips with uh, ready just in case they're there because a big dip happens fast. Um, you know, we've seen in the past, you know, if it does go to 12K, it'll probably happen really, really quick and it'll probably be 20K the next day. You know what I mean? Um, so get it ready. Get it ready. Have, have some, have a plan. My plan's not great, but it's, it's a plan nonetheless. You know? It's way too late, yeah. And like have it on a good exchange. Like I have it on an exchange and it's ready to go. It's not in another wallet that I got to transfer it and it gets clogged in, the, you know, in the uh, in a transaction because there's a million things happening. Uh, and put it maybe put and put it on a put it on an exchange that doesn't fucking shut down every time there's a huge dip. Uh, and by the way, for the record, the only one that that counts for is FTX. Uh, like every everything else shuts down coinbase binance like if you want to play the game when it's the best opportunity it seems to be on ftx it may not work next time but it has worked in the past yeah i mean everything's pretty flat for the last week bitcoin is 0.23% or sorry 0.3% Mm -hmm. Except, uh, what's uh what's slp up this week <laughs> it's on my charting so <laughs> it's all right actually ftt looks great uh versus bitcoin i'm just looking at at some of the some of the 
No, honestly, I'm not. I have, I'll tell you what my bags are right now. I have Bitcoin. I have Ethereum. I have FTT. Uh, I have Serum and Radium. And that's all I have. That's a not a lot. That's not a lot of bags for me. Yeah. So f including Ethereum for alts uh, and Bitcoin and then and then. Yeah, include yeah, in, not include only three alts, uh, and then I have a bunch of uh, tether. I am yeah, so lots of but and and then a good a good chunk of. Well, I've made more money uh, in NFTs uh, since since March, since March for sure. Yeah, uh, made more money in a. Yeah, and I think we've preached this all along is like, be flexible. Don't be, don't, you know, don't be a community member to one particular thing, right? If you see a trend is going a particular way, you know, hop on it, like dip your toe in, see what it's about. Um, you know, NFTs were very profitable from, you know, even before, like I say March, uh, but like even prior to March, NFTs were pretty popular. Uh, but for me, I think, yeah, I'm making way more money on NFTs from March until end of June uh, than I did, you know, in, in alts by far. It's not even close. Um, so just see where the opportunities are. There's always something happening. You just got to, you know, keep your, keep your ear to the ground and be flexible. Be flexible, I think is the key. Because there's going to come a time where I'm going to be hard in alts again. Uh, that's, cur oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Holy <laughs> shit. Fucking free podcast, people. <laughs> All right, I'm going first here. We are talking Twitter. We are talking, actually, no, we are talking Square. We're talking Jack Dorsey. Jack Dorsey Square commits to building a Bitcoin hardware wallet so uh, any treasury dudes ledger folks i feel like ledger's on the outs by the way i feel like trezor right That is interesting. I, I, I'm excited to see it because I feel for too long now, it's just been like for the last however many years, it's been Trezor or Ledger. And I'm not sold on either. Um, I don't like it. Um, so if, if, if Jack can come to the table with something that's uh, a better overall product, because I think there's a lot of room for innovation, specifically in hardware wallets uh, right now, I'm, I'll, I'll be interested to see what it's all about. Assisted sellers. Okay, 
that suggests that Square may play some role in the I, I'm I'm I I would say that most people should not be in charge of their own wallets. I, I think that's you know as much as we want to be. I mean I I should not like I, most people should not be in charge of their own keys or their own wallet. I've made that mistake myself. So no, it's. I mean, uh, you know, I, I try not to think about. Um, the amount of money I've lost in the past. Um, yeah, so I, I'm not, you know, not your keys, not your not your funds, or not your crypto, whatever. That's all fine and dandy, but for real, it is difficult to be the, the, the sole custodian. I've been thinking lately, like, no joke, do I need to take this MetaMask that I have and take it completely off of my screen? Right, and right. Right. Not ideal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with that, by the way. If we need to. <laughs> to There's a little fox in my computer. <laughs> right. Yeah. I had gotten all their, I was almost like a strip was running in their MetaMask, and every time they sent a transaction, there was a deposit over a certain amount, it got automatically sent to them. Right. Now, they did some real, they did some real sleuthing. Um, I think they found out the guy lived in his, like, mom's, mom's house. That's um, <laughs> uh, so that's fantastic. Um, but I mean, I upped my like my overall security system on my computer. Uh, I'm like I'm using VPNs. I I got the best pos. I paid for the best possible. You know. I I mean I don't know. I, we need to get somebody on from MetaMask because I need to know the best way to secure everything. Uh, like, will the best antivirus or, you know. The, the best program look for things within your MetaMask. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. So I, I, I've done everything on my end to. Yeah, I think, right? Like, I think that's, especially like you keep hearing these things, right? So at least do what you can do to, you know, at least get as much security on your, on your computer as possible. Because I just, about two weeks ago, I, I, I think after that conversation that uh, Droid had, I, I just souped everything up to, uh, to the max souped it up to the max uh but uh yeah it, it worries me all the time it worries me all the time like the 
the little fox haunts my nightmares. Um, I have, um, I have one here from our gal, Yagita. Uh, she writes here, crypto.com has struck a deal. No doubt. No doubt. That was a quality. That was a quality article. Uh, uh, at a meetup. Oh my God. (laughs) Could you imagine? She has, she has no idea what she's in for. Who are you? <laughs> Amazing. Uh, one day. One day we'll have her on the show too, I feel. Um, so she writes here, uh, Crypto.com has struck a deal with the Ultimate Fighting Championship, the world's leading mixed martial arts organization, becoming its first ever global official fight kit partner. I don't know what a fight kit is, uh, but we're going to find out. Yeah, the news means... Uh, Crypto.com will now have its logo placed on UFC apparel worn by athletes in competition, as well as clothing worn by their corner men or women. (laughs) Fight milk! (laughs) Be strong like a crow! (laughs) (laughs) What up? Anyways, uh, all day we could do this. Uh, apparel manufacturer Venom oh, is also UFC's existing partner and also has its logo on the fighter's kits. When asked how Crypto.com's partnership is different, UFC spokesperson Chris Belletti told The Block that Venom is UFC's official outfitting and apparel partner, meaning Venom designs the fight kits for athletes to wear in competition as well as the fan apparel available for purchase. Crypto.com, on the other hand, uh, is the official branding partner on the fight kits, but plays no role in the design or manufacturing of them. Uh, So crypto in the mainstream is the next headline here. Crypto.com says it will have significant visibility given UFC's global fan base of more than 625 million people and over 150 million social media followers. That's crazy. Uh, Crypto.com will also receive the designation of UFC's first ever official cryptocurrency platform partner, creating a new sponsorship category for the UFC. Uh, The goal of the deal is to, quote, bring crypto to the mainstream while raising our brand's profile by supporting the world's best athletes, teams, and leagues. Crypto.com CEO Chris uh, Marzalek. Chris Marzalek. That's what we're going to call him. I feel that's pretty close. Uh, and that's what he told the block. So big stuff happening for Crypto.com, which seems to be kind of one of the bigger brands in crypto, uh, partnering with UFC. I think it's going to be good overall. A lot of those meatheads who like the UFC uh, will probably like crypto. Um, we have. I feel like there's a lot of meatheads in crypto. What do you think of that? <laughs> I feel right. Like, I feel like a lot of gym dudes are into crypto. Yeah, that's what I love. I love. Sorry for anybody I feel like crypto, there's crypto bros. Crypto bros for sure. Affliction t-shirts with crypto logos on it. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, like Doge, I feel has a ton of like bros. <laughs> I love sweeping generalizations. Well, my wife was like, you know, and, 
Mm-hmm. And really, I'm like, honey, no, I am a fucking nerd. I am such a like nerd. It is, I, I like the things I am into are nerd things. So, <laughs> I, I, she's, she's like, well, yeah, that's kind of nerd. I'm like, yeah, it is, and I love it. And I was like, you don't understand. I actually am a nerd. Like, yeah, you're definitely more of a nerd than a bro. That's for sure. Yeah, except I feel like my appearance. Uh, correct. Is, yes. I agree with that. I agree. Not too broy, but definitely leans broy. Uh, yeah, bro adjacent. <laughs> anyway, so those are our sweeping generalizations for today. Uh, we should actually maybe we should start doing that as a weekly segment. Sweeping generalizations brought to you by sponsored segment. Oh, I I gotta watch myself. Uh, but yes. <laughs> So many words wanted to come out of my mouth right now. Last news story here. Dune's web traffic for crypto exchanges sees the second biggest drop. Ooh. No bueno. Oh really? Yeah. So May record high. So maybe everybody's just uh, just taking a little break because they got to get because they're hoping to start actually probably following that in May for the record high. Um, and then there's a huge surge, so it kind of ramped up in April. Um, but web traffic fell to 638 million in June to 363 million. Hmm. I mean, I've, I think because I think maybe just speaking for myself, I think maybe people are just in a wait and see pattern. I haven't done a ton of visits to exchange sites, um, you know, because I'm not trading anything. I'm just waiting and seeing, right? Well, yeah, like with shop, right? Like, right. I mean, anybody trading now is either really good or really good. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that has a big, I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, yeah, just people getting out. Of all possible exchanges? in the world but like these are worldwide numbers um 14 percent wow higher that's pretty good 23 percent whoa really Thir no way 44 percent no way it's fake volume. That's fake volume. The second is Coinbase and the guess on what their traffic is. And Binance was 40 point something? 40 point something. Okay. 
Coinbase, I'm going to say much less. I'm going to say 16%. All right, so pretty close. Oh my goodness. I mean, that's a no brainer. Right. By, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, that's. The sweeping generalization brought to you by FTX. Short finance. 40% is way too much, though. That's crazy, right? That is crazy. And probably, I wonder if it includes, um, like, pancake swap and all that other bullshit. It's okay. We can make a sweeping generalization of it. <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. That so, yeah. So yeah, that's gonna do it for us for the news. We have one more item that we need to take care of, and it's actually another story that happened to me. Uh, very like this was one of the most coincidental things I've ever. Anybody who's listened to this show for more than a year knows that Chamber and I are very, very into the Netflix television show Atlantis. And that is (laughs) (laughs) the Tim Robinson sketch show that we've been quoting on this show for now probably two years. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm on. I, I've watched some episodes up to three times already. Wow. So I need to. The. And and for the record, they just get funnier. They get funnier. Well, that's what happens. Like that first walkthrough, you're like, eh. Each one gets better. Yep. So I haven't been able to watch one yet because of busy schedules and things like that. That's that's a shame. Mm-hmm. It's like an ad for these posters, and the posters are like I think you should read fan art. Uh, that like like movie like old timey movie posters or like they're concert they're posters. posters. They're like concert. They're, they're like cool. Advertisement posters like o- old timey though, right? Like old like fifties, yeah. Fifties like style, old timey jazz. Very cool. And you wouldn't know, yeah, like you wouldn't know to look at them. Like they just look like cool art that you would have on right. your wall. And then there's, uh, so we'll, we'll post a picture if we do a couple of days because I know you have some of these. Um, but so <laughs> he posted in our group chat, our text chat, and he's like, yo, check these out. And I was like, oh my God, those are so awesome. I need to buy, uh, I need to buy them. And he actually went and bought something else from this website and it came in artist whose store it was sent him like a hand typed out note with a signature and it was full of like show references and stuff and he texted it to me he's like oh my god he's like the the artist sent this note and it's hilarious and i was dying i was like man this is really cool and last week 
they knew the last couple of weeks before. One day, this Coob shows up at my house and says, to Bunchy's best, you need to have Bunchy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was it, it was a great conversation I had with him too. So I don't know if it was I'm not sure if he I think he DM'd me. Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, it was I wasn't sure if he DM'd the show or not. Because uh, what I wanted and I feel bad because sometimes we get like people that want to send us stuff and I live in Canada and I'm like fuck I don't want them to pay ex-. like it's nice enough that they want to send me stuff but like sometimes it costs extra to send stuff to Canada. You know what I mean? Um, so he DMs me uh, saying you know dig your podcast. Uh, would love, you know, check, you know, if you want something from, from the shop, you know, for a plug kind of thing. I'm like, uh, so I told him, I said, honestly, we'll plug your site, you know, big time. Um, you know, I said, but bunch would love a Paul Buffano poster. So I just, I just said, you know, the Paul Buffano poster, if he had that, like that would make his day. And he writes back, he's like, I'll send him the trio. And I'm like, I'm like, oh shit! I'm like, no way! I'm like, that will absolutely make his day. And then I sent him your address, and then I, I messaged you right after. I'm like, oh my god, I can't. You're, I, I think I told you. I think like, I'm, I'm gonna get you. Like something's coming your way. You're gonna fucking freak out. Uh, What are the odds? Yeah. And, and like the fact that he's a listener of the show. Right. Cooler. Like that was really cool. So uh, shout outs to at Garveston Reggie Swayzeen. Go check out his Etsy shop. Etsy.com slash shop slash Swayzeen. So, so to pay a little bit of homage to our friend Swayzeen here. Uh, so far, what has been your favorite sketch? Uh, in in the show so far in for season two, yeah, oh, man. we should talk about it a little bit. There's some good ones. Uh, <laughs> Ghost Tour kills me. I've watched Ghost Tour three times. Uh, it's the en- it's the ending of Ghost Tour. It's just like I don't, I don't want to ruin anybody's day. <laughs> what 
said he could swear. What am I missing? <laughs> yeah, and then he just drops these, well, then, bleep, bleep, bleep. <laughs> Cough and drop immediately was like that was a that was a great one for me. It's where um, there's a, a a reality TV show of just people at funerals falling out of their coffins, one fifth of which are naked, um, and uh, it's <laughs> it's it's some real weird comedy. So for those of you uh, who love to laugh, uh, who like a little bit more of the of the uh, a little uh, a little little weirder comedy, uh, yeah. Like at the end of the episode, they usually kind of put the. And right. The hot dog one was great. The hot dog uh, one was great. Oh, man. Dan Flashes uh, was. Flashes. Calico Cut was one of my favorites. You gotta give. Of, gotta give. <laughs> <laughs> lot of people. You gotta give. You gotta give. You gotta. Oh, I was waiting. You gotta give. You gotta give. A lot of people give. See Jim over there. He gives. <laughs> For this particular scenario. It's like PBS. Everybody, everybody, yeah, like the the guy that runs the security cameras, right? <laughs> and then he goes into this like weird red room. Like, is he the devil? Like, I'm. It's very confusing at the end. I'm like, oh, it's it's too much. But I, I, you do the impression so well. And I was waiting. I was waiting for any line. Uh, I can't wait for more of this. Uh, you gotta give killed me though. You gotta give killed me. I'm gonna go be a Patreon just to uh, <laughs> just. Be, I laughed. I laughed. I gotta give. Oh, it's too much. All right. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. 
you can help support us by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and become a wrecked patron by signing up for a monthly tier on Patreon.com. That's Patreon.com forward slash wrecked podcast. Don't get wrecked.